welcome to the Wholesome Adventuring Funville podcast. My name is Nick, and I'm your Dungeon Master for Season 1. Without further ado, I present to you the Wholesome Adventuring Funville podcast, Season 1, Revenge. Having MacGyvered a bugbear head onto a stick and waved it about above his shoulders, poking out of a trapdoor, Bogdar the Dwarven Cleric got more than he bargained for when he was suddenly lifted upwards by a great white shark. This shark, that the ship's crew had recently fished out of the ocean and hung up from the ship's mast, was swinging about wildly, Dwarven Cleric hanging precariously from its jaws. Freya the Human Rogue, Thefik the Human Bard, Uji the Dwarf Barbarian, Emmy the Halfling Monk, and Glynaren the Furbolg Druid all rushed up to the top deck to save their friend. There, they spotted Captain Meacham, the human pirate captain that fellow prisoner Bliss had described. He stood at the top of the stairs, wearing his three-pointed hat and barking orders at his bugbear crew. With the shark swinging around wildly and snapping its massive jaws on any bugbear unfortunate enough to get in its way, Meacham and some of his crew promptly abandoned ship. Meacham lost his hat in the process, which was soon enough picked up by the rogue Freya. Meanwhile, the party and their new friend Bliss are quick to rescue the cleric and jump into a life raft, away from the dangerous shark and in hot pursuit of Meacham, who had escaped in a life raft of his own. Hola. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, pretty good. How about you? I am good because I started Craigbot. I saw. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would have to kill you if, if uh, he was forgotten a second time. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that uh, at the very least the game is entertaining enough for it to be forgiven. It is. All right, so we um, we start off today with you're all in this life raft, um, and you've been drifting away from the slave ship that you've been captives in, and um, you're trailing behind Captain Meacham. He's out of sight. You don't really know uh, where he is, but you are rowing in the direction that you saw him go. And um, as your as the sun goes down and you're just you know drifting off almost aimlessly uh, in this wide open ocean, some of you stay awake and watch out for creepy dorsal fins that pop up and break the the horizon line every now and then. You take turns sleeping. Everybody gets a long rest, gets all of their spell slots back. Um, and thanks to the presence of the druid, he's able to magically manifest some good berries for you all to eat because or else life on this life raft would be the worst. I mean, it's still pretty bad, but... <laughs> now the only thing bad about it is the company. There's no starvation. Aww. <laughs> uh, I don't know, my tush is getting pretty sore. Oh, this is true. Uh, and... Uh, so we're going to start off with 
you guys noticing land in the horizon as it's uh, sort of illuminated by the midday sun um, and you hear seagulls uh, in the air nearby. Yeah. The other dwarf seems to have fallen asleep. It's just like him. <laughs> uh. Uh, I'd say he's uh, much more agreeable when he's sleeping. <laughs> uh, you know something of nature. Do you have any idea where we are by any chance? Uh, do I have any idea where we are? Give me... Um... Give me a nature check. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, when your friend said you know something of nature, he had no idea how wrong he was. Oh, dear. <laughs> uh, that's a 12 for nature. <laughs> that's a 12. You're in the ocean. Um, the ocean is known for being wet and salty. Do not drink. Um, and based on some of the vegetation you can see really far off in the distance, it's a, you know that it's a perpetually warm climate. So you are thinking that you are um, more to the south than um, normal. Uh, judging by the... the the air temperature, I'd say that we we're further south than, than we were previously, but honestly, I have, I have no idea where we are. In my travels or anything, would I know what might be further south? Give me a history check. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> that is a natural one before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you know that um, to the south of uh, to the south of, of the major islands um, so basically to the south of White Hill and Il Noir there are some um, jungle covered islands that are uh, not lived in just purely wild untamed islands okay so maybe since he's my mentor and he has told me about a lot of his travels can i try to roll a history thing to see if he told me anything about it sure or maybe your your dad has told you some things about the neighboring islands but let's see we're all going to drown <laughs> you are a kraken island I rolled a 15. You rolled a 15. Um, you also know about the, uh, the um, unclaimed islands to the south, but um, you're a teenager and you're a little hipper than Mr. Old Man. And so <laughs> <laughs> you have heard rumors that um, the, uh, the um, uncivilized islands to the south do on occasion attract uh, some people who enjoy having a good slash illegal time. Oh, ye old Coachella. 
It's a party island. <laughs> this is where my family goes for a spring break. Well, not my family. You know, my friend's family. <laughs> is this where Burning uh, Man is in universe? <laughs> this is Ibiza. <laughs> Managed a brothel. I'm guessing you maybe sometimes get some people who are looking for a fun slash illegal time. Have any of them frequented islands like this? And as you're asking this, the boat the boat is getting a little closer to the island at this point, and you can all make out this large tree that grows out on the edge of. Um, a cliff and grows out over the ocean and you see from the tree's branches a dozen of decomposing bodies hanging and Bliss looks up at this and she goes I've heard of this island this is purgatory it's not on any map but it's known for being A wonderful time for pirates and a terrible time for anyone else. Well, we're basically pirates now, right? Well, she's she's definitely got the hat to fit the part, so that's good. Well, this boat didn't initially belong to us, and now it does, so yes, we're pirates. Now we just need to chop off a few of your hands poke out a few of your eyes, scratch you up so you don't all look so pretty. I volunteer to get a hook hand. I've always wanted a hook hand. Oh, that seems hasty. <laughs> I can weaponize it. It'll be great. It'll match, like, the bird face. <laughs> I'm starting a new life. This is just who I am now. You're going to have to learn to accept me for this. Uh, I'd, I'd like to use uh, verbal magic to uh, make myself look like uh, a pirate with a hook hand and uh, uh, an eye patch. Oh, I thought you were going to say to chop off her hand. <laughs> I was going to use verbal magic to mutilate my companion. <laughs> what's the what's the DC on that? <laughs> uh, roll, so roll you for, roll uh, for hand chop. <laughs> you um you suddenly make yourself look like. Uh, somebody who would probably work for Meacham or at least uh, have a really good job interview with Meacham. Uh, how long does that last? Uh, it will last. Uh, well, you know, that doesn't actually say how long it will last. It says I can't cast it again until I finish a, a short or long rest. So this is a racial, a racial trait? It is. I can pull that up real quick. ba 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 Races, and then Furbolg. All right, it's disguise self, so it's an hour. Very good. Okay, so suddenly you guys are standing next to an extremely tall, bulky. Uh, <laughs> what color hair do you want? Uh, definitely red. I want to be a ginger pirate. You're standing next to a tall, bulky ginger pirate with an eye patch, 
and a red bandana blown in the wind um, and a hook hand that goes the wrong way. Uh, <laughs> and a peg... Uh, I'm going to say two peg legs. <laughs> Although he seems to be standing no problem. <laughs> He's very uh, practiced. Yeah, that's right. It's been a long time at sea. <laughs> Freya is jealously eyeing his hook hand. Emmy's just gonna like try and like rip a little bit of her like already torn shirt and just make herself like, a bit of an eye patch. Probably won't stay in place for very long, but just just try and blend in. And um, Emmy, you have two uh, buns, right, for your hair? Yes. And, um, I don't imagine they're probably still in anymore, though. So they're probably all sort of all over the place. Um, and Bliss is going to say, uh, dear, that's not a very piratey look. Although cute, uh, it's just, it's not a very swashbuckly type of look. If you want, we can, I can help you uh, take them out. We can wet your hair and you can let it hang loose. Uh, sure, sure. I'm just gonna like nestle up to her a little bit and like just lean up against her, waiting for her to like play with my hair. <laughs> and she helps you lean over the side of the boat to wet your hair in the ocean water. Uh, how long does your hair when fully down? Oh, uh, like probably like mid back, mid back, and you're like a, like a light. Brown, right? Yeah. Light brown. All right. So uh, <laughs> you now have a torn shirt and a really janky-looking eye patch, uh, and with your wet hair, you look like uh, <laughs> almost like uh, the same style as the girl from the ring, where it just kind of comes down and obscures your face a lot. <laughs> and she looks at you and she goes. Oh, that's terrible. That's great. <laughs> now you look like you work on a pirate ship. How uh, intact are my like performing clothes looking at this point? How intact are your performing clothes? Yeah, well, you definitely got covered in fish guts. Mm. So, I mean, there's some stains, but the worst part is the smell. Um, you've been in them for several days in a row, so there's some sweat stains as well. If I, if I think back to Meacham, do I feel like I could pass as a pirate captain in my current attire? Only with my pirate hat. Um, do you think you could pass as a pirate captain in your current attire? I'll say no, uh, and I'll say that one thing that Meacham had that you clearly don't is the displays of previous battles uh, trophies huh. on his outfit. Like a severed ear hanging from the vest and uh, clearly a dagger that he got off of someone and different things like that. His outfit seemed very um, like each piece was from a different outfit. Huh. I would Meanwhile, like to... your I'd say you're in the clothes that you were wearing at a fancy gala. Yeah. I would like to use disguise self to try to 
look the same, but uh, recreate Meacham's outfit as close as possible. And what about your face? I'll, uh, I'll add some more scars to it, probably. But so I just want to be clear. Do you want to look at, like pass off as Meacham or be Meacham esque? No. I want to be I want to be Thefik, but in Meacham esque attire. I understand. All right, we got a disguised self party going on in this life raft. Uh, if possible, I would like to uh, take my apron off and just kind of like make myself a bandana on my head with it. It's probably pretty bloody at this point, so I've just got a, like a bloody hat. And are you wearing any apron? Like, do you have a shirt? Uh, yeah, I got a just a really simple shirt and really simple pants. So you start wrapping the apron around your um, your forehead like a Karate Kid bandana. Um, and as you do this, Bliss goes up to you and she says, Oh, oh, you've almost got it. And, <laughs> and her nails suddenly grow really long. And she uses them to just rip off your shirt. <laughs> and you're just standing there just like bare-chested dwarf oh. barbarian. And she goes, there you go. Now you'd get hired on any pirate ship ever. Emmy looks hopefully towards her nails. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ready, ready to go, I guess. And, um, Have we just been bobbing along while we're doing all of this? Like, no uh, one's still wrote. Uh, I'm sure everyone's been taking turns. Let's go with that. Um, and you guys now come close to where there's a beach that forms, uh, and you're seeing two people are standing on the beach. Each of them seems to be holding uh, a bottle of some sort, um, taking swigs from it and sort of swaying back and forth, and they're picking up rocks from the ground, and they're throwing it at uh, throwing the rocks at the bodies that are hanging from the tree. Um, and as you get closer, you see that these are two, uh, these are two drunk human dudes, um, just terrible flea-infested beards, um, shirts all sort of like in disarray and ripped, and they're just drunk as hell throwing rocks at these dead bodies and drinking their rum. And then they stop. They freeze as they just see this life raft full of uh, a ragtag group. Let's go with that. And uh, and they're just sort of speechless as they see you guys approach. And your little boat just goes up on the beach. There aren't any kind of identifying marks on the lifeboat, are there? On your lifeboat? Yeah, I mean, like, they wouldn't know that we came from Beecham's ship with this lifeboat, would they? On the sides, there doesn't seem to be any sort of naming of the ship at all. In fact, you probably suspect that these life rafts were stolen themselves. (laughs) Of course they were. (laughs) Yeah, uh, Captain Thefik, would you uh, like to talk to these guys? Do they uh, seem to be within 
shouting range, talking range? I'll say they're about 25 feet away, just looking right at you. Uh, ahoy there. This is my crew. We were... We are. Uh, we were aboard the white noir, the white noir, and we were struck by uh, a terrible storm. And we require shelter. <laughs> Roll persuasion with advantage because they're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is a, a 19. 19. Um, and, and he looks at you and uh, one of them looks at you um, and he goes to speak and you realize he has no teeth at all. Uh, My. And he sort of looks you up and down and he goes, Oh, must be a real big ship. You, uh, you lose the rest of your crew? Yes. It was most tragic. This is all that remains. Oh. Oh. You, uh, you find shelter and, uh, Terrible disappointment. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you're, you're awesome. oh, God. What is he doing? I can't even. <laughs> can't I can't mean, understand we, a word. I think we should ask him if he wants to be a permanent member of our crew. <laughs> I don't think I could handle it. <laughs> um, we're just going to bring the ship in closer to shore now. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Great. <laughs> Forward. I don't know who's rowing right now. I'll say you. <laughs> oh, even better. <laughs> I'll stop and wait for a few moments and then if it doesn't move, be like, oh, right. <laughs> stop. And eventually your little craft, it goes up on the beach uh, and it won't go any further as your oars kind of hit sand. All right, I get out of the, the boat. Yeah, I jump out and help like drag it a little bit further up just to make sure it won't, it won't float away. All right. I'm going to uh, take one of the oars and use it like it's a uh, walking staff. Nice. I want to start walking towards the guys and find some rocks to throw at the bodies too. <laughs> gonna, right. It's going to be a moment of bonding, I hope. All right, so you're at their feet and you see a few rocks uh, and you're able to pick one up. And you look up at the tree with the bodies that are hanging. Uh, it's a pretty long shot. Uh, they've been missing the whole time. Uh, roll a strength check. I rolled a 12. And you, go, uh, you throw it and it just goes underneath uh, the body's feet and just sploosh lands in the ocean. And uh, the, the toothless pirate looks at you and goes, did you hit it? Yeah, it was a great shot. 
I hit what whoa, I was aiming for. Whoa, whoa. And then he picks <laughs> up a rock of his own and he just like whiffs it and it goes like 10 feet onto the sand. Did, it, did <laughs> I hit it? Yeah, man, that was a great shot. Whoa. You're like the king of throwing rocks. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what else I'm the king of? Um, no, I don't think I, I want to know about that. I just want to know more about rocks. Can you show <laughs> me how you threw the rocks so good? I don't know nothing about rocks. <laughs> Who, who's throwing rocks? Oh, I I was throwing a rock. It was a really good shot. You missed it. It was it was really good. I nailed it. Oh. Rum? <laughs> and he holds his disgusting, really stained bottle your way. Yeah, I'll take a swig of it. Give me a con save. <laughs> oh, 18. Oh, you really are a pirate. <laughs> it tastes terrible, but uh, it, it feels tingly and nice. Man, this stuff is so bad that it's good. <laughs> uh, nice hat. Well, thank you. I stole it because I'm a pirate. <laughs> That's what we do. We, I see what I want, and I take it, and I don't care about the consequences to nobody. Uh, oh, hold down. And, and then he starts to sort of crouch down and eventually ends up sitting in the, in the sand. And then um, he closes his eyes and you hear him snoring. Sleep, sleep tight, little buddy. Sleep tight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna walk back to my friends now and and his buddy is gonna steal his rum bottle and he's gonna start double fisting I gave him a thumbs up as I walk away <laughs> and, uh, can uh, I look up at the sorry no go can ahead I, how like can I tell how long the bodies might have been up there like how long they've been dead you could try, but that would be a medicine check with uh, disadvantage because they're high up there. Oh, I'm a jerk, okay. right? That's gonna. <laughs> uh, where is it? That's a nine. So some of them, you're able to see bone. You don't know if that's because of decomposition or birds pecking at them. One of them seems fresh as a daisy, but still just swinging there, lifeless. Okay. So whatever caused the death is probably still here. Maybe. Good to know. Uh, are there any markings or anything on their outfits that would indicate where these bodies who these people were before they were bodies swinging from the, the trees give me a perception check perception oh boy 
That's a six. <laughs> Roll a good day. Uh, it seems like the birds have been at them, so uh, you don't see any sort of important uh, markings or insignia. Uh, you see one of them uh, has an eye patch, another one has a hook hand. So these definitely don't seem like poor innocent tourists. Hmm. Do we uh, appear to be by uh, nearby any uh, civilization or uh, at least a settlement? Uh, give me a perception check of your own. Uh, that's a 16 for perception. You see um, that if you follow down the beach for about a half mile, you see that there are two very large ships that are um, anchored near the beach. Um, very large and very uh, expensive looking, but they're pretty far off. Meanwhile, if you were to go up the beach um, and onto the island proper, you're seeing some flags blowing in the wind. You're unable to see you know, what's on uh, the ground level because this beach is kind of at an incline and you're at the bottom of it, but you're seeing that up in the air, there seems to be some tattered flags just flapping in the wind, indicating something. I want to just go ahead and uh, gather up a, a handful of uh, stones, uh, medium-sized stones from the ground and put them on my pocket, just in case. All right. You're like uh, Charlie Brown on Halloween. You've got a rock. Can I go over to uh, like the second guy who's now got two bottles? Hey, can I can I have a sip? Uh, he looks down at you and he goes, Mine! Yeah, but oh, I'm just so thirsty. Could really, could really use a drink. Mm. How much gold? Uh, uh, I'm just going to like pat my pocket. Uh, no gold. Yeah? Mm. You have knife? No. Mm. Just, Mine. just, just a sip. Just a sip. Come on, please. <laughs> Roll persuasion. Oh, this is not going to go well. Because <laughs> it's already going so great. Come on. There. We go. Oh. Oh, uh, that was a four. A four? <laughs> yep. <laughs> You're too small for rum. It kills small people. Yep, yep, you're right. May I kind of like jump in there seeing that she's having some trouble and uh, ask if I could have a swig? <laughs> Roll intimidation because you're a half-naked right. barbarian dwarf flexing in the sun. <laughs> uh, that's a 19. <laughs> he, he, he gives both bottles to Uji. <laughs> I, I give one he, to my little friend. 
<laughs> he starts right. to run away, leaving friends sleeping in the sand. <laughs> uh, can I take one of? Cheers. Uh, can I take a swig and then find like a tree or something and like smash the end so that I've got like a jagged, stabby weapon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're gonna have to do a con save for the swig. Oh, I'll, I'm joining her in that too. You'll have yeah. to do a con save as well. Got myself a twenty-three. Well, damn. I am a hearty dwarf. And what about Emmy? That would be oh. a four. Beautiful. <laughs> Did you take a four on your con save? Yep. You're uh, the. He wasn't kidding. That the rub might be too powerful for small people. <laughs> you take a point of exhaustion. Oh no! That is very potent. Oh no! <laughs> Dear God! <laughs> Drink the rum, guys. So, if I'm not mistaken, at level uh, at one level of exhaustion, that is disadvantage on skills. Correct. And yep. and also attack rolls. I believe. I do no attack rolls. No, it's just saves is the third. Oh no, no, that's poison. That's also attack rolls. Yes. So it's disadvantage on skill checks, and you have to sleep it off. Like oh, real drinking. Right. No, real drinking it's definitely like gives cut. you advantage on charisma checks. Trust me, guys. <laughs> 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 I meant more for the sleeping it off part. Oh, right. Of course. <laughs> But you have a uh, like broken beer, bo uh, broken rum bottle. All right, cool. And because I'm a tavern brawler, I can use that with one d four. And that's going to be slashing. As an damage. improvised. Nice. You want mine? Uh, no, I like I like to keep one hand free. Fair. Okay. Just in case, just in case it doesn't quite work. Just kind of like slip the probably mostly empty bottle just kind of like into my belt loop. Make it seem slightly more pirate. <laughs> as an as a aside, have you guys ever seen the Liam Neeson movie called The Gray? Nope. Yes. Yep. No. It's about these uh, these people who survive a plane crash in like the northern wilderness, and then they have to defend themselves from wolves. And Liam Neeson wraps uh, double-sided tape around his hands. And then he starts smashing alcohol bottles. And then all the broken glass um, sticks to his hands. And then he's oh. able to do, like, broken glass punches. That's amazing. That's so cool. Emmy needs that. <laughs> he, um, and I think the poster is, like... You know how, like, in a hotel, you have those tiny little alcohol bottles? <laughs> yes. So he's got those, they're like, the ends are broken, and he's got them coming out from between his fingers, almost like Wolverine. And I think they put that <laughs> on the poster. <laughs> Dang. So realistic. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, wolves. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Oh. So, yeah, Emmy, if ever you find a way to do that, that'll make your punches have slashing damage. <laughs> that's, that's Emmy's goal in life. <laughs> it's a modest goal. 
to be able to punch with like shards of glass on her face. So uh, you now have a broken rum bottle, um, and Uji, you do as well. Oh yeah. Nice. Um, did it look like maybe the sleeping guy has any sort of like daggers or anything on him? Roll investigation. I got a 14. You see that there's a small little leather coin pouch hanging off of um, what some would call a belt. Normal people would call it a rope. <laughs> sort of tied around his uh, But you don't find any weapons on him. Hmm. I want to try to steal the pouch. I have to. Give me a sleight of hand. Wouldn't be a proper pirate if you didn't try. I got a 14. Oh, who just made it? Yes. As you go yoink. And you now have uh, three gold pieces worth of copper pieces. Nice. <laughs> so you're not rich, but it's a ton to carry. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> so how much is that in? Is that like 300 copper pieces? I don't know anything about that kind of currency, like that kind of math. Yeah, this is it's just math. It's, that would be three hundred copper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's let's make it up so that it's slightly less than that. But it's just basically, it's a lot to count, and it's really you're not rich. You have three gold pieces worth of money to your name right now. Okay, but other people just see a big coin pouch. They don't know what kind of coins are in it. Right. I like it. I'll keep it. You can be the richest person on the island for all they know. <laughs> yes. That's what I'm thinking. Although judging by the fancy ships that are parked down the beach, that might not be true. Oh, what direction did the dirt little pirate buddy uh, run off to? He ran towards the flags. So, uh, you think we should uh, head... In the direction of the flags or towards the, the pirate ships? I would say pirates, but that's just because that's the mode that I'm in right now. But I'll do whatever you guys think. Pirates so good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe maybe we can get in good with them and they can uh I don't know, maybe help us find Majum. Maybe we can fight him. Or, or we could not fight them and see if we can be their friends and they can help us. But I can see how a good brawl could bring people closer together. Maybe we can fight some of them. For Mm. some other ones of them. Mm. To get in good with them. Best of both worlds. Okay. Oh, I see where you're going with that. I like it. 
Well, I, su I suppose we better get a move on before uh, my mine and uh, Captain Thefix disguises wear off. Is Bliss out here with us, or is Bliss still on the boat? Oh, she's there with you. Okay, cool. Does she dress up like a pirate, too? No. <laughs> Aw, okay. I wanted to see all the Bliss pirate fan art. Somebody make it. I have to see it. <laughs> hey, uh, Bogdar, are you going to watch our boat, or are you, you coming with? <laughs> As he uh, rolls over in the boat, eating his beauty sleep. Sounds good. Yeah, he could be sleeping for a while. So yeah. you guys are going to walk down the beach to go check out these fancy ships? Oh, yeah. Is that where the pirate ships are? Or what, like yeah, the pirate people? They're anchored uh, 500 or half a mile down the, feet, uh, down the beach. Cool. Is that where you wanted to go? So there was that and then the flags? So the flags are up the hill uh, deeper into the island. So that's not um, a ship per se because that indicates something that's on the island proper. So it's up to you where you guys want to go. I want to investigate the ships, but I could also see going to the other places being beneficial. Is that where we're going? Seems as good a plan as any. I'm in favor. All right, so uh, you guys start making your way down the beach. Um, and as you get closer, there are these two really big uh, fancy frigates that are anchored uh, out in the water. Um, and then there's a few small rafts that are on the beach, clearly belonging to whoever came off of those frigates. And as you get closer to them, you see that there's actually a much smaller third boat hiding behind those frigates. And this one is actually uh, closer to the beach. And uh, you see that there's a, lit, a little bit of smoke coming from the third boat. Um, and uh, I'm trying to think, you guys don't really have a spyglass, so um, you wouldn't necessarily be able to see much of what's on the boat. But uh, yeah, the third one seems to be to have a little bit of smoke. Uh, and the life rafts that are on the beach, um, there are two of them that seem to belong to the first large frigate with uh, a, uh, a human male wearing um, sort of like a deep crimson uh, vest. Um, and he's wearing a metal helmet. Um, so seems better equipped than the drunken pirates he met on the beach. And he's got this long glaive that he's got dug into the sand and he's kind of got his two hands on top of it and he's resting on it. And he just seems to be on guard duty watching these life rafts. And he's just kind of like looking up at the birds, the seagulls that are flying through the air. 
And then past him, there are, again, two more life rafts that seem to belong to the second very large frigate. And those two life rafts have two guards on duty who uh, immediately seem to uh, sort of strike you as, as uh, memorable and significant uh, due to the bird beak shaped masks that they're wearing. Oh. oh. And then oh. beyond all of that is the much smaller ship that has some smoke coming out of it. I want to turn to Bliss. Bliss, you were telling us about the mercenary group, right? What was their name again? The Vultures. What? Can you tell me anything else about them? Well, that seems to be them right there. Yes. Yes. They, they've been taking on a lot of power recently. I, I don't know if we want to tussle with them. They're the ones that tossed me out of my establishment and sold me to Meacham. So, here's a question. You probably served a lot of different mercenary groups, right? Yeah. Are there any of them you know that are kind of bitter towards them that would maybe be amenable to trying to take them down or make them lose some power? And do you know what they might be? Who they might be? I like where your head's at, but I would say that regardless of their personal feelings about anyone, none of them do it for profit. How much coin do you have in that pouch you stole? Um, it's, it's a lot. You can tell by how many coins are in it and how big and heavy it is. Okay, well then maybe we're talking. Okay, I like it. Okay. I don't know if there are any here in Purgatory, but if I find if I see any, I'll point them out. Yes, that, I would appreciate that. That's what I would love for you to do. Do you happen to? I mean, do you know who this other guy is over here? Does he look like a mercenary type to you? No idea, but that weapon looks dangerous. But thankfully, there's only one of him. I I want to approach the guy with the the glaive. All right. And he watches you approach with your big coin pouch and your pointy hat and your bugbear fork. <laughs> and his eyebrow just kind of raises a little bit. He goes, huh? Uh, uh, ahoy there. Are you mercenary or pirate or both? Neither. Personal guard. Oh, okay. All right. How long have you been sitting over here standing guard? I mean, not sitting here. I know you're doing a really good job. Why are you asking such fishy questions? 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot to introduce myself. You see, my name is Redbeard, and me and my friends have been pursuing somebody. Not a big deal, but we were pretty sure he came this way, and I was just wondering if you happened to see anybody swimming to shore. Where's your beard? I shaped it and put it on my head. <laughs> yeah, all right. That explains why you don't have a Uh, yeah. I saw a guy swimming to shore. You did? Yeah. Did he seem to be pirate-like? Or captain-like? He was in wet. That's okay. Can you tell me what direction he went in? Yeah, I think he, uh... I think he went to the casino. Can you tell me where the casinos are? This is my my virgin trip here, and I'm excited to find what I'm looking for and have some fun while I'm here. And he points to uh, the flags that are sticking out in the air, um, you know, deeper onto the island. And he says, while you're in there, I'd check out the shops. They uh, probably have a potion to cure you of the beard problem. Did a, a witch do that to you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's a long story, and I don't really... It brings up painful memories. I don't want to talk about it. Ugh. Witches. No, right. It, you've been really helpful. Thanks for that. And I just, yeah. I go and put my hand on his shoulder and just like pat him in the shoulder and give him a a nice nod. Yeah, my brother-in-law got uh, got hoodwinked by a witch. She used a spell on him, made him all lustful, forced him to cheat on my sister. Ugh, witches. Yeah. Yeah, they're the worst and... They do lots of terrible things, like make your brother-in-law cheat on your sister. That's so, that's horrible. I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah, watch out. Thank, thank you. I think I'm going to go see what I can make of the casino and the shops. You, thank you for pointing me in the right direction. You have a nice day. Wait, 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 hold huh? What? You're, you're going to the casino? Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, you mind making a wager for me? They don't let me go to the casino because I got to stand guard here. Um, what do I? What do I have to? You see, it's also my virgin voyage into casinos. So if you tell me how to do that, then I would maybe be obliged to help you because you've been so helpful to me. And then he reaches in his pocket and he pulls out a gold piece, and he says, uh, "Just." Bet on evens for me. Evens. Got it. Evens on what? No, it's just evens. Just the evens. Yeah, and then if you win, bring me back the winnings, and then you can keep one copper. Oh, that? Okay, yes. 
I think that's very a good deal. That's a great trade. I'll do that for you. All right. Well, good luck to me and good luck to you with your beard face problem. Have a nice life. Watch out for those witches. If you see a witch, you give them stitches, okay? Promise me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> witches get stitches. Witches, witches get stitches, am I right? <laughs> also, yeah, all right, I'll stitches. My money. Okay, I turn around and walk away, and I put my hand up in the air, and I look really cool, and a little ocean breeze just kind of blows my, my clothes back a little bit dramatically. And then do you freeze frame, like, at the end of the breakfast club? Yes, I do. <laughs> but everybody else is still normal. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, somehow... back and like, come on, come on, what, what are you doing? Come on. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not moving. Free, free. <laughs> She's been hold person. 